0: Hello, Phoenix Fire family. Welcome back. You've now entered the Phoenix Fire podcast. Let's get ready for a great show. The world is undergoing a complete metamorphosis. The things that we thought were a given are changing. Old mindsets are being replaced with new ones. It's like it was destiny, you know? It's like, you know what? this really was meant to be. So what do you do when the world is turning upside down? I'll tell you what you do. You pivot, you be like water, you flow. How do you hold on? How do you keep believing when it seems all hope is gone? So much it seems has been burned away. So what do we get for these ashes? What do we get for the ashes of this fire? I'll tell you what we get. A new day, a new Phoenix, Phoenix Fire. You're now listening to the Phoenix Fire podcast where we talk about family and community, spirituality and faith, money and economy, the culture, and how these things affect the African diaspora and our connection with and or our disconnection from our native land and our people. Each week, we'll explore how all these things affect us and what we as a people can do to support the socioeconomic well-being of our people all over the globe in unity. Welcome to the Phoenix Fire Podcast. I'm your girl, yours truly, Renaissance. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, I'm talking to you. How are you doing? Welcome back to my Phoenix Fire family. Glad you made it back to spend some time with me this week. And to our newcomers, welcome to the Phoenix Fire podcast. I'm your girl, Renaissance. Renaissance. That is R-E-N-A-I-S-S-A-N-C-E. That is me. (laughs) And I'm so glad you're here today. Today is Thursday, October the 29th, twenty twenty that infamous year. We are still here quickly on our way to another year. Thank goodness it is time for something different. Okay. So um, again, we have a great show prepared for your listening pleasure today. Um, today we're going to talk about keep applying pressure. Um, the word fatigue is being thrown around and people are kind of getting tired of the new 2020 status quo, but we're going to move forward. That is what we're going to do, but in so doing, it's very necessary for us to keep applying pressure. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. So we're gonna dive right in. Of course, after a word from our sponsor, again, thank you for being here. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hello, family. How are you today? Uh, For everyone under the sound of my voice, I am so glad you're here. I hope all is well with you. And we're going to go ahead and dive into the episode today. We're in season three, guys. Episode four, season three. Did you catch that? We're in season three. Awesome. So excited about... um, things that are coming up real soon but season three episode four we're talking about today keep applying pressure okay and this segment of course is called the diaspora today we're going to go over a few things quite general today but i'm going to get to the point of of uh what's going on today so uh I have a new source that I use to kind of, you know, skim through and see what's happening in the diaspora, see what's happening on the continent. Um, And we're going to get further into those things um, as we go along. But what I want to say today, and this is to um, my brothers and sisters, the Africans on the continent, and then also, of course, to the African-Americans where I live. And, of course, to all of the diaspora, that's what this podcast is about, uh, recognizing the need for unity amongst us um, for the sake of, of um, what they can do for us in the countries uh, we occupy all over the world uh, and, and that kind of thing. And I'm sure if you've listened to the podcast before, guys, um, you understand my heart for my people. My heart is for my people. I love everybody. Every race, color, creed. Okay, because from my perspective, we're all one big human family. That is who I believe we are. That being said, the group that I was born into, I have a heart for my people. More more so, I guess, because, you know... For all the inequalities and all the things that we deal with all over the world, so many of us are just flourishing and prospering and thriving in the face of all kinds of adversity and all kinds of uh, negative things that are being thrown at us, you know, in societies all over the world. And even on the continent, our home, Africa, even with everything that's going there. We have the strength to push through in spite of and make great change and affect widely and so deeply all over the world. And I just admire us for that. I really do. That being said, I was going through my news source uh, today in preparation for um, the podcast and... um, I was reading through a lot of the news articles and a lot of the things that are happening on the continent right now. And I was uh, reading through a lot of the news articles, of course, that were happening uh, with African-Americans here, of course. And And I'll just tell you what I noticed between the two. And the areas I think we really need to address, for example, the news articles and the information about what's happening on the continent today in Africa. Uh, There's, you know, voting issues in Tanzania, um, issues with um, protesters being shot in Nigeria. Um, Other things going on in South America, in uh, Cameroon, there were, there was reported today, uh, students in a school Sunday morning. Someone ran in there and shot like three of the students. Um, and what is so disheartening about a lot of the news stories that I was reading about our people on the continent today was the mere fact that we are. One of the greatest people on the planet. That being said, we need to support each other to diminish the inequalities that we deal with, not only on the continent, but in countries around the world. We really need Africa to be unified. You know, a word that I hear thrown around quite often concerning Africa is, excuse me, a word that I hear being thrown around a lot is um, corruption. Um, Where, you know, maybe the government officials are taking money. To make resources there in Africa available to people who, of course, want to come in and use those resources for whatever they want to and take advantage of those resources without giving proper benefit to the people, to our people there on the continent that should be benefiting from those resources. Our land, our people. You know, how do we look? And I'm just going to say it like I want to say it. How do we look here in the diaspora? In America, in Brazil, in, you know, uh, Asia, in, uh, uh, you know, China in, in, in India or wherever we are in Europe, how do we look to the people around the world? Like, how are we going to stand in the true dignity of who we are when our homeland is so corrupt? you have to be a degraded person. You have to be somebody who does not believe in your greatness. You have to be a person who believes other races are so much better than you that the only way for you to get ahead is to cooperate with them, even in those things that are unjust. You have to be a diminished minded person. To my people on the continent, you have to be a degraded minded person. You have to be someone who says, I'm not that much or I'm not enough. So since I'm not enough, I'm going to partner with those people who are better than me. And I'm going to allow them to corrupt me and my people and take advantage of our resources. You know, I'm, I'm really starting to believe that just like African Americans where I live, just like African Americans have been degraded and debased and degraded and disgraced for generations. And that disgrace has brought uh, a certain level of mental bondage That is being passed down from generation to generation. I'm starting to believe and kind of get a picture that, you know what? The same thing has truly been happening to our brothers and sisters on the continent. You have to have a level. Now, understand, I understand our people are strong, proud, beautiful, all of those things. But you really have to have a damaged self-esteem, to be helping the other people or the other side or corrupt people. To corrupt and or oppress and or op- and or persecute your own people. I'm so disappointed. Uh, but I'm not that one that's going to be disappointed and do nothing about it. That's not me. Don't believe what you heard. <laughs> it is not me. I see the problem and I'm going for the solution. And you know what? There is a solution to our situation. We have so many naysayers, more so even amongst our own people. Oh, it can't be done. Oh, we've never unified. So never say never. We've never unified. We've never come together as one people. You know what? A person who speaks like that and has that mind, you are just ready to be the pet of of, of whoever wants to come along and take advantage of our people. You're going to be their pet. It all starts with the mind. It all starts with what you believe. Do you really believe we are a great people? Do you really believe that we deserve That's a strong word, but very important. Do you believe that we deserve to stand in the dignity of the truth of who we really are? Do you believe that? Because if you don't, you're going to fall for whatever they set up for you. And when I say they, there are people around this world who, who will gladly take all the benefits of the resources, take all the benefits of who we are as a people, use us as slaves, When we think we're free and we're not, they will gladly do that. They care nothing about equality for our people and they will gladly suppress us. They will gladly subjugate us. They would gladly take our dignity and strip our men of their dignity to degrade a whole race. They will gladly do that. Now, is that everybody on the planet? Of course not. But there are people who will willingly do that. Stand up, people. My people stand up. And, you know, the first place you're going to have to stand up, the first place that you're going to have to stand up is in your mind. It's gonna You're going to have to do that. And I'm speaking not just to you, I'm speaking to your spirit right now because I know that your spirit man hears and understands and knows. But because of the mental bondage that we've been through, the mental bondage that's been passed down from one generation to the next, it has been difficult but you know what? Even though it's been difficult, it's really at the end of the day, just a choice. What you choose to do. The state of the diaspora today is is is. Uh, tumultuous. It is tumultuous today, this day. October 29, 2020, in, in, in searching the world news today, what I saw was African-Americans still. Being attacked still, and you know, the the thing that really kind of, kind of, I'm just being straight, pisses me off about the situation. Excuse that strong language. What really pisses me off about that is that yes... A lot of the news even today talked about the African-Americans and how people are starting to name schools after, you know, um, black uh, African-Americans, excuse me, who made great strides in history. They're um, uh, tearing down, of course, statues still today. They're doing all these things and all these things are happening. But even though those things are happening, still the shootings still A black man with mental illness in the Philadelphia area was killed recently. Still, families, black families across America are mourning the loss of their sons. Still, these things are still happening. So don't throw me a bone. That's what I call that. When you throw me a bone, you name a school after us, you tear down a statue, you do all those things. And yet another black man was killed. Yet another black family is mourning the loss of their loved one who had a mental illness. And now he's dead because of it. No, not fair. Don't throw me a bone. Don't don't benefit me with your left with your me, with your right hand. Don't benefit me with your right hand and then attack me with your left. So, no, thank you. Thank you for that. But this is not it. So that's why we need to keep applying pressure and then back over to the continent. The elections in in Tanzania, they're questioning, questioning whether it was, you know, legit. Our people sitting in school on a Sunday morning in a class and somebody runs in and shoots them, they're there doing something positive. And someone with their same skin color run up in the place and shoot students? Come on, be for real. Cut, cut it out. Are you serious? Our homeland corrupt in so many ways. Don't but let, me, let me finish. That is not that all that's going on in Africa. There's a lot of beauty. There are a lot of great places. There's a lot going on. But in the scheme of things, we have to look at what we need to do as a people to unite because as one goes, goes all. So we can say we are as strong as our weakest link. So, yes, great things going on on the continent. Some of the countries doing very, very well. But again, as a people who need unity to not only solidify our position on the globe, as as, uh, a continent in Africa, but also to solidify the position of the people who are in the diaspora as, as goes one goes all. We are as strong as our weakest link. We need to confront this corruption on the continent and confront the injustices in the diaspora. And until that is done, don't fall for the bone they throw you keep applying pressure. Have a goal and a vision in mind for yourself, for your family, for your community, and for what we as a people truly deserve. And don't settle for what they try to give you to coddle you. To lull you back to sleep so what they want can be. Don't fall for it. That is what I'm saying today in diaspora today. Keep applying pressure. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Let me tell you, oh my gosh. You know, I know that oftentimes out of chaos comes the most beautiful things the most beautiful things out of chaos so we're going on into the next segment the economy today you know what guys um there is so much opportunity right now uh and i'm kicking myself because quite frankly and just to to be very honest i did not position myself as well as i should have in order to take advantage of some of the things that are occurring now but that being said, I'm not making any excuses. I'm figuring it out because there are so many uh financial opportunities that are happening. And if I never say anything else, and listen, I'm not an advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. I am not um uh a uh, license in in, in security or securities or anything like that. I, I don't have any of that. I'm just telling you what I've experienced and uh, what I've benefited uh, in um, conversing with people who are very successful in a, in a particular area. Um, wealth is always being made, and we can see, we can see that in every generation. It's always being made. Wealth is always being transferred. Sometimes we get to stretches and spans where the wealth stays pretty much in the same arena and or with the same people for long periods of time. Um, but just think of it and imagine it like this. There's one amount of wealth on earth, this one bigger amount, and it's divided between the people who are strong enough, smart enough, intelligent enough, or 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 aware enough to draw that money to them. Okay? Just think of wealth as one big, one amount. Okay? And depending on what you do with your 24 hours, whatever part of that one big, you know, whatever part of that one big amount of wealth comes to you based off of, you know, your wisdom, your knowledge, um, what you do and who you believe you are. And I'll leave that there. But that being said, we are in one of the greatest shifts of wealth in many, many years. The greatest shift of wealth. Uh, I do remember recently they were talking about uh, on the news that um, wealthy people have gotten so much richer in the last four years. It's been a huge wealth shift. Then when you couple the huge wealth shift with the year 2020, properties being takeover, people losing properties, the real estate market shifting and then add in. Social media and the online presence of so much commerce right now. There are so many new things happening and being birthed in this year, in 2020. In 2020, in in what they've deemed one of the most horrible years, one of the most horrible years in many years of history. Okay, guys. Guys. Find something to invest in. Figure it out. Make no excuses. I'm doing the same. I didn't position myself as well as I wanted to be positioned, but I have found uh, a few things that I can do to get involved in what's happening in the wealth shift that is occurring right now. And I had to, what did I say before? I had to pivot, move some things around, figure some things out. Do some things I really didn't want to do, sacrifice some things I didn't really want to sacrifice so that I can not only position myself to move forward in spite of what's happening this year, but to also position myself to to benefit what's uh, from what's going to happen in the next few years as a result of what's happening right now. That's what I see in terms of the economy today. Um, the, The wealth is about to shift immensely And I see that where there have been groups of people or even families that have held the largest amounts of wealth, it looks to me like the wealth is about to be more evenly distributed. Now, will there always be the super wealthy and will there always be poor? More than likely, yes. But what I'm seeing happening is a more even distribution of wealth. And I'm encouraging you right now, go get your part. Go get your piece of that because it's going to depend on the people who are on earth right now, really being intuitive, really f- focusing on what they want to accomplish and really taking great actions and many actions to make sure that a large amount of that one huge amount of a huge amount of wealth comes to them. It is truly about the go-getters this year. This year is truly about the go getters, and those that were really well prepared and prepared for this time and they were had had a decent amount of wealth before twenty twenty hit oh they're making out making out like thieves guys making out like bandits this year, and probably the wealth of real estate that they're picking up i I think uh roddy rich or um, it was somebody in Georgia one of the artists just picked up a huge amount of acreage in Georgia for like a million dollars. Something you would never pay just a million dollars for before this year, but he picked up a large, massive amount of acres in Georgia. These people now, I will say the people of the, of the diaspora here now, the African-Americans, they are buying up some land. I, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how much of Georgia is left because I've heard of stories of quite a few people in our diaspora buying, uh, uh, a lot of land in Georgia recently so get busy guys find something and let me tell you something so there are online things happening online businesses investment things happening uh, you know if we had gotten into Bitcoin years uh, years ago we might be in a, situ- a great situation there is something different from Bitcoin that is happening right now though it is a A step up from Bitcoin, it is massive. I won't talk about it today, but it is because I'm still researching and and making sure that it's sound and, but it is about to explode from what, you know, the people are talking about. It's a step up from Bitcoin and guys find something to invest in. I'm doing it. I'm not saying because I'm doing it, you should remember, I am not an advisor, but take advantage of the wealth shift that is happening this year. And yes, we do have to think about the health issues and um, my condolences if you've lost any loved ones and I'm so sorry and it should have never been, but I, I want us to pick ourselves up from this and anything that has occurred this year, get focused and make sure you are reaching for something great in your future in spite of 2020. Okay, be encouraged. I believe in you. Go for it. The economy is changing. Wealth is shifting. Go get your peace. That was the economy today. All right. So we've made it to the last segment of the show. And this is who's who in the diaspora. Now, today I'm going to do something unprecedented. Okay. And that is, I'm going to talk about somebody in who's who in the diaspora. That is not necessarily part of the diaspora and that is for a very important reason it probably will not ever happen again but I wanted to touch a little bit on the fact that the vote that is happening in this country within the next few days we're going to know who the next president of the United States is So, as you can probably imagine, the person that I'm going to feature today is Vice President Joe Biden. Guys, we are in a moment of desperation in this country. Uh, On uh, episode three, we talked about how everything can change with one choice, one decision. In one moment, everything can change. Okay? And this is a crucial moment in history. You know, fortunately or unfortunately, however you want to look at it, whatever side of the fence that you're on, we've recently had a president uh, that's, has made all kinds of history in the way that he has led his administration. Um, It's been interesting, but it's been divided. It has divided our country in a way where if there were any good things that were happening over the last four years, and I'm pretty sure the business people and the wealthy people love everything that he did. But if there were good things going on, the division that this administration caused overshadowed any of the beauty of the goodness that was occurring. If there was any. Okay. I'm not saying anything was so beneficial that for for decades we're going to see the the effect of it. You know? So, and, and you know, to each his own, I welcome people from every viewpoint here. Um, but you know what? This is where we are. This is where we are. And I really think that Joe Biden is worth focusing on today. Because this man, even with his, you know, interesting past and some of the choices he made before and even some of the things he said uh, in his youth about our people. Even in spite of that, if we look at the whole life of Joe Biden and the service that he has given to this country and how he has served and, uh, you know, even, you know, sent one of his sons off to war and the sacrifices that he has made for this country, you know, you you couldn't find a person with a longer Uh, and or a more um, diverse career in politics in this country than Joe Biden. Not only that, but he spent eight years in the White House already. Already under one of the greatest presidents that we've had, not perfect, but one of the greatest, Barack Obama. And you know, for all intents and purposes, considering the position that we're in with this man who is dividing our country, Joe is who we need right now. And and to be quite frank, guys, I'm not sure that given different circumstances, I would say that Joe Biden would be the absolute best fit for leadership in this country right now just being quite honest. Okay? But I will say that no matter who the president is, who his team is is just as important as who he is. And Joe has a great team. He has Kamala Harris. You know, he has his wonderful wife. She's a force in in her own right. Um and The team that Joe has, I believe, will ensure a great administration for him. And not to mention one of the greatest presidents at his back and on his team, Barack Obama. So that being said, Joe has a great team. And quite frankly, he represents the Democratic Party in this country right now. He is that party. And this is a time where we as a people need to rally together and and make something happen. So all of you people who were out there protesting, oh my goodness, make sure you get to those polls. Because you know what? Going to the polls and voting should be the period on your protest. This is where I stand, period. You should end that sentence with you going to the polls and making sure that your voice is heard. Who's who in the diaspora today? Vice President, hopefully soon President of the United States of America, Mr. Joe Biden. All right, guys, that was the show for today. Season three, episode four, keep applying pressure. You know, they've been throwing out that word, you know, COVID fatigue. And I think pretty much everybody is just straight tired of 2020. And if that is where you are, I concur. It has worn all of us out, okay? But take a break, relax, get your second wind, and jump right back in there, baby, okay? Let's keep it moving, keep it going, stay focused on your vision, strive, take action, and let's make a brighter future. This year will not define our whole lives. Let's make it better now. Connect with me, guys. I want to see you guys on IG. Show up, please. Hello? (laughs) There's a link right there on the IG page. And my IG page is at Renaissance, R-E-N underscore A-I underscore S-S-A-N-C-E. Three syllables, two underscores. Hit me up, guys. And uh, follow me on Spotify at Phoenix Fire, of course. Oh, my goodness. Please follow me. And anchor.fm forward slash fire p-h-i-r-e send me a message i'd love to hear from you i am going to fly somewhere take a break go to go to a really nice place sit down and we're gonna have our live cast real soon i'll let you know when that's coming up and if no one has told you today guys just know i love you i believe in you join me again next week thursday at seven when we continue the conversation until then be well be safe And I'll be thinking of you.